When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jim Brewer. Jim Brewer. Hello and welcome to the Bruniverse. This is Mike the Sound Guy. And if you haven't picked up on it yet, Jim is not with us today. He is currently in Africa enjoying his vacation with his family. So in the meantime, I've curated some clips for you, kind of like a best of, um, depends on who's asking. So let's roll them. Uh, super excited to have a guest here today. I can't say enough cool things about it. It makes me laugh hard. JP, I wasn't a big social media guy. I really didn't start hitting it until I hate even saying the word when it all started going crazy, I'm not even going to give them that acknowledgement of what they tried to find it as. But you were one of the guys, my wife and I both would go, I remember she came to me, she's like, do you follow, I don't know his name, he's a redheaded guy, with JP. She's like, yeah, well, yes, I follow him. He's making, did you see his last video? Oh my God, I love this guy. It was really, so, like, we would geek out on you. Um, when did you start all this? Yeah, I'll give you two answers. I started comedy online. I uploaded my first video October 5th, 2014. So been at it for a hot minute. But there's also kind of like a rebirth where I, I started using the language of comedy to speak up for freedom and help wake people up to protecting yes. what I think is the greatest God-given gift we could ever imagine, which is freedom. I started doing that two years ago, you know, right at the, you know, about a month into the whole craziness. We're figuring it out. Um, so let, let me ask you real quick, because was there any type of fear going in that yeah. direction? Yeah, dude. Dude, funny. Th yes. So funny thing about our minds, we can, the mind can measure what it's going to lose, but it can't measure what it's going to gain. So it just focuses on either what we're going to lose, but 99% of the time, it's just what we fear we could lose. So there, you know, back spring of 2020, when freedom becomes a political issue, which I thought was nuts, like, dude, this is America. Aren't both sides supposed to be for freedom? And I think they are supposed to. They're not right now. But it's like, you know, <laughs> I just, uh, freedom's important to me. It's, you know, I don't imagine a future where I have to explain to my son what freedom was. So I'm, I'm using comedy to like point out the hypocrisies and lies and like snags in the story of the narrative. And as freedom became political, there was, there was a time where I really had to sit like, all right, like, I see the blowback happening and I've never done anything in politics in my comedy career, just never really interested in it. And there was that kind of fork in the road where it's like, I like, I, if I keep going in this direction of speaking for freedom, there'll be divide. And of course, then the fears start rolling. Like, okay, like I could, I could lose my audience. What I shrink my audience, like go backwards and, you know, I could get deplatformed from all the social medias, still a possibility. But as I looked at that choice, I realized there is no choice. I have to be true to myself. And I, I remember saying to myself, like, no, I would rather have to pick up cans on the side of the highway to feed my family if I get deplatformed in the name of staying true to myself. And that's what I want to model for my son anyway. And also it just feels it's hard to live with yourself when you're not being true to yourself. Um, I, I would choose that rather than 
kind of like selling out my soul in order to play it safe and like do what I thought was good for business. Like, okay, being really neutral, but it turns out uh, like so many things in my life, Jim, I was wrong. Uh, <laughs> continuing to stand up for freedom wasn't the worst thing I've ever done for my business. It turns out it was the best. Like there's the fear couldn't have been more wrong. I'm afraid I will lose people. It'll be bad for business. I thought that was going to happen, but I said, screw it. I got to stay true. But it turns out, you know, there's the majority of the people love freedom. That's just my reality traveling the country. So my audience grew like wildfire as I just was doing my best to be authentic with how I see things. Isn't that amazing? Uh, what, what I like, you're a great example. There's a lot of, there's a lot of great examples online. Um, there's a lot of examples on how many people feel what you were putting out there. How many people felt what I was putting out there? Um, what so many people were putting out there, but so many people feared that wasn't the majority. And I can honestly say on my life it's an easy easy 85 percent of americans yes. are die and i and i will fight tooth and nail debate anyone and i'll prove it by one stupid thing i don't know if you've flown jp since they've lifted the ban yep I watched, of course, the government. We should still be wearing uns mask and the, the CDC. And if you if you if you see someone sitting next to you, make sure you tell them you have a grandmother at home. And 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 you and could you please? No, but I saw three people. Yeah, wearing a mask. Two were older. One was whatever. I'm going to give him the benefit of doubt. Sure. Maybe sick and whatever. That. And then I, I, I transferred in um, Atlanta, huge airport. Yeah. People go, nobody. And that's yeah. when I, I turned to my friend. I went, now everyone voluntarily has a choice. And they're all choosing no. And that's that explains the, everything. That's the most accurate statistic. It absolutely is. And yeah, I just flew this past weekend and my same experience, like, cool. Like a very small percentage of people had masks. I'm like, cool. I love freedom, personal choice. Do what you want. Knock yourself out. Yeah. Knock yourself out. That's, but the, that's the, the litmus test. The majority think, the, the majority has common sense, which is you really copped into. You're, I went through a period too where I was really scared. Oh boy! How how long were you in the fear boat for? Like about like the virus? It's scary. Um, I I'll tell you how. Maybe a month. You know when I got scared? It, same for me. Yeah. This is when I got scared. I I remember doing live shows and already calling it out when it was on the way because my yeah. agent was like you know they're canceling shows and I went, are you can tell are you kidding me yeah. are we really falling for this he's like no it's serious um and when they started saying we gotta bring in ships if he yeah. don't if he doesn't bring in if he doesn't bring in ships there's gonna be people dead in the streets and when they brought in the hospital ships, that's that's the first and only time I went, oh, whoa, whoa, maybe, wow, this is it. And then you know what happened? They left. <laughs> Where are you going? Yeah. We don't have anyone. That's when I went, um, are we going to? Are we going to pretend this? They just sent the military and they didn't need them. Doesn't that explain everything to you? But then that's when I was like, wait a minute. So what is, are we even a government? Like what the hell, what, what is going on? And just like you, I'm not political. 
you, you, to me, you're very common sense. You're very common sense. But this day and age, common sense is even political. It, it is. You know, case in point, there was a number of months ago that New York Times article, uh, something titled uh, The Dangers of Critical Thinking. Now, of course, critical or uh, common sense is a fruit that grows on the tree of critical thinking. So even trying to make common sense political, that's actually pretty damn funny. But dude, I remember, you know, that first month, I remember vividly waking up in the morning feeling scared, like, dude, like, I, I could die and have this precious life experience with my wife taken from me. I could, like, mm -hmm. I, she could die. And, you know, this is when we thought, like, we'd have a third of the population wiped yes. out. Yes. But... I, I love that I <laughs> fell for it for a little while because that, <laughs> that helps give me compassion for people who are still there. Like, you know, you and I were there for 30 days or so. There's people who are coming up on two years living in that space. And for whatever reason, watching the news too much and like forgetting to pretend that they could use their own brain to think instead of using the brain as a hardware to run someone else's software. Hi, Bill Gates. <laughs> But, <laughs> you know, it, and not that I'm, I want to placate and like enable someone to stay stuck in a fear that doesn't serve them. But I love having compassion because I'm like, dude, yeah, I was right there. I, I remember what it felt like. I remember walking in my neighborhood and I crossed the street so I didn't walk by someone on the same sidewalk. Now I get it. Right. Kind of laugh at that, but <laughs> I, I never drove in my car with a mask on. Though, so, so I want to bring on um, a comedian. I'm I'm sure a lot of you know this guy. If you don't follow him, perhaps you should follow him. Please welcome uh, Mr. Dave Landau. Did I say that right, Dave? You did. I mean, thank God. That really would have. You know how bad I would have came out of gate. Just here's Dave Landau. It's just or something <laughs> bad. Um, I just came to terms with it doesn't matter. You, you got to think of like friends. If they're not going to support you, who you are, then you don't want them around anyway. You don't need them around. And I, I don't know if you have any of that struggle going on right now when you're live. Absolutely. Uh, in a lot of ways. Not so much when I'm live. I feel like I get to be a lot of myself. I do toss in some red meat, but it's stuff that I actually do believe. You know, it's, <laughs> sure. it's like I, I'll, I'll just make jokes about Biden and stuff that I, you know, like, the fact that there's just stuff that is very obvious. The fact that he's always got bruises, like he's dating Chris Brown, you know, it's like they're always fresh or just that he's, you know, just the fact that he could be taken out by soup. Like it's just dangerous. <laughs> you know, it's just, it, there's, 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 there's stuff about like, there's That's stuff right. about, the, about the last two and a half years that do genuinely bother me. So it's why I'm actually able to talk on the show because I, I have a, I have a distrust towards the government oh um, you don't say yes yeah and it's basically because of you know a story that goes back with my dad who was in vietnam he got agent orange they didn't do anything to take care of him so i don't trust that that government so and right now i feel like the left and a lot of my friends who went against me for even going on to this show is mm. are the ones who don't understand that it's like these people are the ones that destroyed my family and yeah. I have every single right to go against them. And I feel like this is a show that goes against that. And I'm allowed to say my opinion. And it, and it's odd because it's like, I don't feel like, like SNL, for example, which you were on was always my goal. And I, yep. and you, to me, I put that show on now and I don't even recognize it. I don't know what it is. And it's not the trash anybody you know, but it doesn't even make sense. It doesn't even look like the same show to me. Like I grew up watching you. I grew up watching, like I'm wearing a Farley shirt from, Oh wow! You know, yeah, like I, I was a diehard fan. It's it, and that was always like my goal, the things that I was aiming for, and it's all kind of slipped away to well, where else do you go? I want to write sketches. I want to make fun of what's going on in power. I want to make fun of you know who's in power. Where else do you go to do that? And you really can't. There's no mainstream outlet that actually allows you to do that. And anytime I've tried, I've been 
removed or like I've been like, you know, if I got it on a late night show, all of a sudden I'd have a date, but then it would never be actually given to me or, you know, like it was, I always just got kind of screwed with. So I'm, I'm doing what I felt like I ended up finally getting a chance to do. You know, again, it's, it's holding to who, who you, who you feel comfortable, who yourself is. I remember whatever I came out and said, and I meant it. Um, I'm not doing any shows that require the back, the, the, the vaccine card. Yes. And I don't watch TV. Thank God. Right. And I don't, and I wasn't going to read the comments, although I knew now this went on. So about three days later, and I had no intention, but just to like, Hey man, I'm sorry. I got to cancel these two gigs because they're forcing this. And some of the fans are losing their minds. I'm not doing this. I'm just not doing that. This is crazy. We're in the Nazi world. My yeah. opinion, my opinion. Well, the amount of people. And from what I understand the the media came after me like a bunch of savages. And then Tucker <clears throat> came and reached out. Tucker's yeah. people said, Hey, we'd love to have you. And I went, no way, man. No, no way am I doing news with this stuff. I know how into into like try and everyone was reaching out at all different angles, reaching out, but they also know their game. Yeah. Their game is they pull you on their alleyway and then you know they let you talk for a second, but they just and then they just put the tape on your mouth, make you look stupid, and they, they say all these things and blah blah blah. And, you yeah, know, it's not a fight. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> Tucker. Was the only one just let me speak he didn't even interrupt he just I let saw. me speak and say what i had to say and i couldn't believe the amount of people that were so political like oh dear like i like i pulled a child out of a house and just how dare you go on that it, it was and it actually made me feel better <laughs> It made me feel better yeah. to see these people losing their minds because it made me realize more, you're the ones I don't want to be with anymore. If you can't think, so if I go on Howard Stern and say the same exact thing, am I a, a, a liberal now? But if I come over here and say the same exact thing, if I go to a black crowd and say the same joke and the white crowd and this crowd and blah, 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 well, if you are the black crowds, so you ain't with like the stupidity of not listening to the message to sell humanity short. You're selling yourself short when you're not listening to the message and you're just politicizing everything. It's, it's pretty nutso. But I'm glad I'm glad you stick to it. And I and I gotta say, it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't hurtful. It was more it was more eye-opening. I just couldn't because yeah. I just consider it it's common sense. Yeah. It's common sense. You're the one that's sitting there watching the TV going, ah, ah, unvaccinated yeah. should not go in a hospital. Like just morons. Disturbing. Well, I never felt that it was like a microchip there to control you. I, I grew up, my mom was a nurse and I'm vaccinated with absolutely everything. The only reason I didn't get that is because it was something that came in during the Trump administration and everybody was against it. Then it just switched to Biden and now you it was it became mandatory. People were losing their jobs over it. So right. when it came to coming to my show, it didn't make any sense. So I said the same thing. I'm not going to check for that at my show because my, your medical history is none of my business. It's not, it's not mine to know. And that shouldn't be anything that I should have to know. It, it didn't make any sense. We were locked up. We were trying to avoid something that I didn't know. I traveled the entire two years going back and forth from New York to Detroit to do Anthony's show. And the only thing that I got out of it was first class because there was nobody else on the planes. And <laughs> it, it wasn't bad for me, you know. And my my son had it. He didn't even feel it, you know. Um, and I'm not saying it wasn't bad for some people. But everything around you. the vaccine, from my own personal opinion, was, look, I've done so many drugs, massive amounts of cocaine. I've put pills in my mouth that I just found on the floor. 
Like if I'm looking at something, <laughs> you know, like if I'm looking at something and going, I don't know if I want to put that in my body, that's not a good sign. Like other people should probably feel that way long before me. Like it, it was so strange just how rah-rah people were about something that seemed very untested. And now we're, I don't see how we were wrong. There you go. Today we have Miss Monica Perez. So I'm already apologizing. I don't know if you heard the beginning of this rant, but um, I I may have someone knocking on the door, and I just pray to God you're not in the middle of this incredible uh, moment where you got to get this thing out. I'll and finish without you. Yeah, I please do. It. I'm a professional. You don't, you don't take any offense to it, right? <laughs> no. Good, I'm a family that's... gal. You're a family guy. I'm a family gal. Yes, you get it. Totally. You get it 100%. Yeah, so, there could be screaming in the background at any time. Correct. And we don't know. But that's the world we live in. And that's and we're okay with that. Tell, yeah. how, first of all, how do you start? Like, who who are you? Who People are don't you? know who you are. <laughs> who are you? Are you? Are you a mom? Are you a reporter? You're yeah. whatever. Dumb as a rock here. No disrespect. Yeah. All I know is... I've had people say you should smart really for a chick. Like all you know is smart for a chick. I don't even know that to be dead honest. With you. Oh, well, that's I don't know definitely. I don't know if you're a chick. I don't know right now. Hundred percent born and still am a chick. So okay. yeah, mom. I was an investment banker, and I like just used to think about stuff. Hardcore libertarian. And I like came to this revelation that government's a complete scam and society self ordering. I used to be a waitress and people always left me tips. There was no law, you know, even if I, they only did it so I wouldn't, you know, they wouldn't be embarrassed in front of their friends. Like government's not necessary, society self-ordering. And I told some gal, she was a radio producer and she just thought it was so cool. And she got her boss to listen to me. And then just out of nowhere, really, I was on the radio every Saturday for like eight and a half years until, because I was just thought differently until COVID. And then I was like, and I don't want to get you taken down. So I will really be careful no. about words. But yeah. So then I said stuff about that. So I had like, well, I would talk about the Boston Marathon bombing was a setup. I would talk about a lot, a lot of things. But when I started talking about event 201, I don't know if you're familiar with that. Well, I got taken down after eight and a half years and they didn't tell me that was why. And then, but I don't go as far as like lizards and stuff like, and even the Trump thing, I don't think that there is a counter conspiracy like i don't think trump is batman but uh you know and i don't i'm not i don't have my mind around lizards but i definitely think like i'm i don't it stops for me where like <laughs> is putin in on it or is he like really fighting but, like that's where i just uh i don't i know. i am serious where I, I i went away to alaska and i gotta say <clears throat> it might have been one of the greatest trips I've had in a long time because there was absolutely no cell service where I was at and there was absolutely no Wi-Fi. So not checking social media, not seeing, hey, uh, the latest thing is X, Y, Z. Not seeing a million people having a thing. I love when people say, my my sources. If it, it, I immediately, you're out. The minute you say my sources, I know you're lying, you're fibbing, you're out. You're just trying to gain followers. You're so full of nitrogenous waste. <laughs> I fell for that nonsense during COVID. And, he, and you see certain people and, and everyone will be like, oh yeah. he's like, my sources told me that what's really going down. Now, we got to be careful what we say here. And like you and a couple of my friends would be all on that. Blah, blah. Now you got to get on this wagon. It's going this way. It's going for the truth of life. I'm like, okay. And I'd be on there for five minutes going, dude, it's just a yo-yo that, that it's just a guy that just discovered how to tap in to milk everyone from the, it's just like, it's like rooting for a team that you'd even know the sport existed. And then all of a sudden, everyone's like, you got to root. You got to root for the truthers. Ah! Yeah, they created. 
They create yes. it in, a, in its own. It's like made from whole cloth. It's like January 6th. I hate to say, which is like a hot thing to say, but like that, they completely created that. Like absolutely nothing happened. They completely created it. And to get lost in there is a complete waste of time. But I did think of you that you have what I call truth dar. Like you can yeah. tell the truth from not the truth. Like a lot of people will just like go down and some people do it to get the followers. Like they know I didn't, I never fell for Trump. So I never right. got that like 35,000 instant followers from like Q said, because Q was military intel. You can't have a coup against a sitting president and replace him with the sitting president. You know, <laughs> I just... I, even that the whole stupidity of anyone like, do you see what happened on January? Like, you ever watch any other country? A real coup is when they burn the whole place down, they're tearing out the people, and they're staying there until they say, Guess what? Things are different. So, this whole thing trying to go January 6th, January 6th. Oh my God. That's why they doxed people for having videos up because they don't want you to see all the videos. The videos show just people walking around with fanny packs. It was like, literally looked just like when I was at Jazz Fest in New Orleans, like 60 some things with fanny packs. (laughs) Right. And and they, if you had, so they're like, if you post a video, we're going to arrest all your friends. Even if they weren't doing anything, they did that. So everyone would take their videos down. I did. Friends sent me videos and I was going to put them up. I was like, I'm not doing that. Because you're all going to get like visited from the FBI. I know three people got visited from the FBI for nothing. Why? Yes. Oh, yeah. Just for, yes, just for being there. So that's why you have to take the videos down and you can't see. So if you saw all the videos there were, you wouldn't see any violence. Like I had a a friend there who said she saw like some people climbing up a scaffolding near Alex Jones. And she was like, I don't know why they were doing that because the doors were open to the Capitol and she was there for like a right to life thing. And she just went in. She's like, I brought Jesus. And she had her like <laughs> Jesus thing. And she's like, the doors were open. And then some guy came out and he said, he said, oh, some lady got shot. I said, I thought he was lying. I thought he was just lying anyway. And I asked him and he said, I'm a Marine. I'm not lying. I said, so then maybe even lying more. Mm. It wasn't plausible to people who were there. And yes. she sent me videos and I wouldn't put them up because I don't want to get her in trouble, but there was completely nothing going on yet. They're still talking about it on the news every night. And it's, you know, they're editing it and stuff. It's not live at eight o'clock at night. Correct. And so are you, you, okay. So as I'm talking to you, I feel like, uh, you're, you're a skeptic of everything. Yes. I am too. I am. It's bad. I feel like I'm not a skeptic of like turning the, you know, going to Alaska and turning it all off. I don't think the world will end. I think that's the actual answer is just enjoy. Hopefully there's a God. I think there, I, I, I feel there is. And when I say, when I say that, I don't think when we pass, you know, we're all together and in this form. And I just, it's almost like an energy, a light, a beautiful light energy. Does our conscious continue? That's I don't know. One. I like to think, I, who the heck knows? At the end of the day, nobody knows. Yes, there's books written and blah, 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 blah. But um, I, I, I'm also a little believe in we'll say the word the force meaning i i i often will go think here and then it comes like whoa that was weird um or yeah i don't want to get too maybe it's the force versus the farce maybe that's what we're doing yes now do I believe in people can sit there and go, all right, your father's talking to me right now, and your father's yeah. saying it's not your fault and you should live on and you should totally he said get a puppy. <laughs> and like, oh my god. Like, um so that's it. But I do I am I, I am at the stage where I'm like, I'm I don't know or believe anything anymore. I, and I'm at the point of like, throw it all on the table, whatever you want to talk about. Let's talk about it. 
to me, it's all goofy until something happens. Well, the problem is that we believe in it. Like if you if you engage on the screens and you believe in the way they're framing it, that really accelerates it. Whereas if everybody just turned off their screens, I mean, people have said this before, like it would have been impossible for them to have that whole lockdown thing. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped. The scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. He's a pimp on a blimp, high on steak and lots of shrimp. He goes by Primetime Stein on Instagram and Alex Stein 99 on YouTube. Here he is, ladies and gentlemen, Alex Stein. I like your intro, Mike. Jimmy, what the heck, dude? You got me crying. I'm in here. I'm getting all sad. I'm thinking about Gabrielle. I'm thinking about New York, the guy naming your daughter. Gosh, it's a primetime 99. This is a surreal moment. I'm finally with one of the you know biggest comedic legends of all time. And you got me almost in tears, Jimmy. What the heck, dude? What's going on? That's why I'm bringing you in, brother. I had a bro. I was doing my best. I mean, look at my face. I'm a me- I, I can't. I'm a mess. And well, Jimmy, Jim, let me let me just start off by saying this because I hate it because you've already got us in that you know kind of lower vibrational you know spot because we're sad. And I'm saying I'm a huge fan and I love listening to you on Howard. And I'm just saying I really this is a true thing. This is me, 100 honest. I like to joke around. My mom died of uh, you know hospital protocols recently in October 2021. She got COVID. They gave her remdesivir. I'm suing them, uh, you know, for medical malpractice. It's I would cry about it every single day. But one thing that helped me get through it, watching my mom die, and I trauma bonded with you talking about how you took care of your dad in the last yeah. years and how hard that was for you. And and I know that process was longer than you know the week that I watched my mom die slowly in my arms. But um, I'm just saying you helped me out a lot with that because I realize there's other people that have to go through a terrible thing well, like that. You don't have any choice. No, Alex, I love that you, I, I, I'm glad you got that because I, I tell people, listen, it's inevitable. And no matter how, how popular we are, how much money we make, blah, 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 and how many followers you got, that's real life. And that hits you and, and nobody trains you for it. And I tell people, I, I think I did it in the last special too, where I said, if you got that opportunity to be there, do it. Don't fear it. And at least it gives you a little closure. And I'm sure you're still pissed and mad, just like you said, and you should go after them. And I'm glad you're going after them. I mean, I'm, I'm teetering too on going after certain people to make a point for decriminalize for criminalizing us for not getting the shot. And I would like to go after um, your Keith Obermans and the view and all these animals, these pigs, these savages, these low-level uh, human beings that 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 made us that that quite frankly they they were disgusting and they were vile human beings trying to bully us into it. And now that we're not doing it, huh? Wow, it's weird. We haven't passed away. Interesting. But well, uh, they need to be held accountable, all of them, because they are talking to millions and they are. Um, they reach those people and those people listen to them and they know that and the networks know it and they all need to be able to pay the price. All a hundred percent. And I know you went viral when you were on my biological father's show, Tucker Carlson, talking about your stance and how you weren't going to do the clubs that uh, required the, the vaccine. And this is the thing is, you know, I know this is on the Internet, so we can only say on YouTube, yeah. we can only say so much. You know, we just yes. want to say the, the, I just want to start off by saying the vaccine is safe and effective for seven billion. people. Yes. Although shellfish is not safe and effective for seven billion people, although almonds are not safe and effective for seven billion people, although peanuts are not safe and effective for seven billion people, although shrimp 
shrimp and I'm a pimp on a blimp eating shrimp. So I say, <laughs> the vaccine is the best thing in the world. It's even more safe and effective than shrimp. My favorite food in the world. So I just want to say that, the, and it's, they tested on eight mice. I would only need four mice. I would be satisfied if they just tested it on four mice, Jim. So thank you, Dr. Fauci. Thank you so much for everything thank you've you. done for this country. Absolutely. Especially, especially in the eighties, what he did with AZT. Oh. I really like what he did with that. That he was, was incredible. incredible. Incredible work. You know that. I mean, he just crushed it. He crushed it. Okay, but Jim, I got I got to ask you this because you know, you know, I see your maturation, you know, and I and I know that you're a family man. But what woke you up to what's going on? Because you've probably given up so many opportunities realizing that we're living in a world of lies. So what was like the the breaking point for you, Jim? Um, the whole trying to sell me what was going on. It's like, listen, I I, I knew I, I go back before 9 11 mm-hmm. realizing this isn't what everyone thinks it is um i i go back way 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 a long time of of having these discussions of you're living it, <laughs> i don't even know what it is a matrix whatever it is that people just watch a tube and are controlled by a tube and then it's the Roman Empire. It's just, the, but I would have to say, uh, COVID was to me okay. It's do or die time. This is this is real. They're not stopping. They're they're. I don't know what the mission is, but it's not pretty, and it's it has no good intentions whatsoever. And they're coming for humanity. That was my own personal opinion. And then that's when I I realized I don't care what people think. I know what I see. I know what my God-given instinct is telling me. I feel it. I see it. Um, And I trust it. And the spirit within me was loud and clear. and, uh, And that was the beginning of it. That that I'm like, how do you not? In my in my opinion, the Nazis they've been around, they're still around. It, it's even even here in our government, it is so obvious to me. Uh, and of course, to I, I don't want people to go, oh, how can you compare? Oh, I'll compare, I'll compare, and <laughs> it's my right to compare. That's yeah. what called freedom of speech is. Um, they're just not as blatant about it. They hide in different manners by their rules, by their, by a lot of things. So that was the big turning for 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 me, Alex. And you know, and then I started looking at a lot of uh, certain videos and blah blah blah. And yours would come up, and I went, "Wow, this guy, this <laughs> guy, I like what he's putting out there." Like there's um, there this. My wife started following Crenshaw for a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and I got to say, when I, saw, when I saw the patch, I went, oh, you know, he's a, you know, he's a veteran. And I get him like, I got it. So, but then, you know, I keep forgetting it's professional wrestling. It's all, it's visuals. It's, uh, hey, you know, like McCain, you know, I was a word. So you don't ask questions. You're just like, I'm all in because he's a, so, Mike, play this video because you caught him. You caught him <laughs> part of the Klaus Schwab um, as we plan on what's going on with the rest of the world. And we, uns, uh, we will determine your future and you will eat bugs and you will mm-hmm. like it and you will own nothing. Show this yeah. video of Alex hunting down Crenshaw and this I gotta say made me go I don't trust this guy anymore whether it's true or not I don't trust Crenshaw anymore to me he's a mole he's the a one fish. the only I run into the man the one <laughs> the only Dan Crenshaw I patched McCain but Dan why are you retweeting <laughs> Dave Portnoy saying he wants me to fail F me why'd you retweet this all is a that? short video, video but why'd you retweet I really all that? 
I know, but why don't you like me? We're both from Texas. I can help you out. You're just not America first. You're a globalist. You're giving more money to Ukraine. Assaulted a 65 year old. I didn't touch. You're such a liar. We have it on tape. See, this guy's still lying. I bet McKay's out here still lying. You're so full of it, dude. That's why you're gonna lose, dude. I know. I know you don't know. You don't think that it's gonna happen, guys. This guy's a traitor. You're a globalist. Yeah, I'm an adult calling you out. This, you lost your eye for weapons of mass destruction that didn't exist, and you don't even call it out. Weapons of mass destruction that didn't exist, bud. You know that. Let me hear you say something about that. Well, well, and then I caught him again, and he tried to use the wounded warriors. And first of all, I just want to start off by saying, of course I support the veterans. But if you look at the okay. military... Yeah, of course. So why would I say no? But dude, first of all, the way America treats our veterans, they treat them like crap. That's why the suicide rate is so high. That's why they're, uh, uh, you know, the, the the care that they get in the hospitals crap. So That's if right. America really cared about our veterans, they should do more. Right. But this is the thing. I support every single individual within the uniform. But our uniform that's going in, in this military imperialism, when you go to the Middle East, you kill a million Muslims. Barack Obama right. does a drone strike every 20 minutes for eight years, killing yep. people at weddings, killing people at funerals. They don't care for weapons of mass destruction that didn't exist let me Did just exist. tell you something i'm a conflict interventionist i think war is the most sick and devastating thing you could do as a human human population we need to not do it but people like dan crenshaw when you look at the 12 million dollars that he raised i think he's the second highest fundraising republican it's all from halliburton raytheon from all these military companies that are all voting to send 80 billion dollars now we're at 100 billion dollars right. going to ukraine when america's suffering people can't even afford to fill up their right. gas tank the, the middle class there's no middle class jim you That's nobody right. can afford to buy a single family home nobody the American dream has become the American nightmare. So guys like this, if you cared about America, you would help right. the middle class. But he doesn't. So we need to call them out. There's not many people out there that I that I truly believe um, are coming from a place where they mean it. But this guy, in my opinion, is the real deal. And the videos that he puts out there... I, I highly suggest all of you to really look them over. I only know him as Dream Rare. I think it's Dream Rare. I'm like, what is Dream? And an anomaly. So please welcome my guest, Anomaly. Man, that was high praise. I appreciate it. I, I almost feel like I'm a boxer. I got to go fight somebody now. Like I'm so hyped up <laughs> off my own intro. I want to. I, I want to hit someone. No, I'm just kidding. But appreciate you. <laughs> yeah, that was a big. And in this corner, <sighs> who I got to go for? No, I'm just playing. Appreciate that a lot. I feel hyped. That, that was better than my coffee. I'm like, all right. Nah, <laughs> where are, Where are you? Where Where are you based out of? I'm in sunny Southern California, Orange oh, County. Oh wow. Oh wow! Okay, like uh, like around Irvine or yeah, absolutely. I was in LA for eight years, but then uh, with the lockdown stuff, and I I could just tell it was going to be lockdown heavy. I I was like, either I got to get to a conservative area, of California, or I got to you know go away. And really, I would you know with COVID, it kind of made everything crazy. Where it's not wasn't even so much the conservatism as the like, oh, I could eat at a diner here. You know, people would come to from LA and be like. Oh, you can eat indoors. I'm like, dude, we've been eating indoors for a year, and they they didn't even know that, even though it's like a couple hours away. So it's pretty crazy. It is crazy. I was like that when I went to Florida the first right. the first time I went to Florida. I'm like, they're not they're not wearing masks. They're, right. they're, they're they're sitting in a in in clubs and restaurants next right. to each other. Like, what is going on? Which I even said, I, I said this last night. The nonsense, if any, if any state should prove to you what nonsense this is, it should be Florida. Didn't right. close, no mask, no mandate, everyone's 75 and over. Half the population should be dead in Florida, <laughs> which is why they hate DeSantis. They're like, this is against Sion. <laughs> He's creating turmoil for all. For our situation of controlling the peoples, just right. not working. If these people in power, and they're all of them are animals, all of them. If they, if you think you're their best interest, I want you to answer this great clip. That anomaly. Am I saying anomaly right? Yeah, that's right. Absolutely. Okay. That anomaly posted. Play clip number two. This is this is exactly what I mean. 
Within the same day these headlines ran, the United States Congress voted yes to send $40 billion to a proxy war in Ukraine and voted no to $48 billion to help pandemic-stricken restaurants and U.S. businesses. Let's do some math. At one point they said 100,000 restaurants were wiped out due to the evil lockdown politics of the COVID authoritarian regime. How much could $40 billion do to the 100,000 restaurants that were wiped out? is $400,000 per restaurant. That would be enough to get a lot of them started again. But your Congress is so corrupt that they don't even seem to care about you. You're the taxpayer. You give them money so they could give it to puppets, weapons contractors, and in many cases themselves. So yeah, just like, you know, I think early in the pandemic, they said 100,000 restaurants were wiped out. And then I was like, let me do the math because like a million is, you know, a lot of money. A billion, it's on, it's like a thousand million. I always say that. I mean, I know it's math, but it's like a thousand millions. You got 40 of those. How how much could that have done for the restaurants? And I'm like, wow, 400,000, which is probably enough to restart most of them. But, you know, they just don't care, I guess. That, it, 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 I, I, and I'm not going to lie to you. Whenever I see someone in a Ukrainian flag, my, 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 <laughs> My forehead boils. My forehead boils <laughs> from the lack of of just thoughtfulness. Like I, because right. if you ask anyone, like, well, you know, Russia. <laughs> oh my god! You, oh my god! So it's okay to take my money, your money everyone's money this is what blows my mind when are we gonna do something about this because there's talking and talking and talking and i don't know what the answer is but just imagine someone comes to your house boom, 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 and you open the door like how much money did you make this week i mean give me give me 20 percent well what's it for taxes you know for like you know you gotta do the roads and we got to make lights for the roads and we got to build hospitals and send money to Korea to help them fight a war because there's biotechnical weapons we've been working on for the last 20, 30 years. And Biden's son and Pelosi's son and two other guys have been bedded in there funneling money out of you. But we need it. And you're not allowed to even to don't even don't worry where we're taking your money and sending it to. Right. That, how did we how are we falling for this system for centuries it's centuries right. now i it, right. it baffles my mind i don't know if we're all discovering this now and there will be a revolt uh and i don't know what the revolt is it just it'd be amazing non-violent if the entire country just decided um we're not paying taxes i i don't know what to tell you we're just not doing it I don't think anyone has the balls to do that, but if enough of the LGBTQ2 and and the guns and the and the rights for this and the prides for that and the and the um, the abortion for this and and you know you care for the trees and the environment, if enough of you bananas got together and said, <laughs> why are we giving money and we're not allowed to say where it goes? That is right. just the most common sense question in my opinion and at the same time complete lunacy that it still exists it's weird so robert Kennedy jr who i started following a little bit uh, a little over two years ago announces he's running for presidency and i reached out and he said i'd, I'd love to come on the show and i just wanted to get to know him before i invest in any of what he stands for i want to get to know him there he is. Hey, sorry to keep you waiting, man. You're not keeping me waiting. I got nothing to do all day. I got a youngest one that's 18, just graduated, and now I got nothing but time, Robert. Thanks for joining. So before you popped on here, I started hearing about some of your pets. And I hear you had, you had a seal. You had... A lion, uh, an emu. How, how, did, how do we, how does 
what what is how do you get there how do you get to the point where you're like you know what i'm gonna have a lion i want to i want to need i want to explain to walk me through this process of how this goes down where these are your pet because i have a cat i I had those those other animals when i was a kid my my um, my mother came from a family of outdoorsmen and uh, one of them caught a seal on the california coast he bought a caught a baby sea lion he bought a caught a bunch of little baby sea lions and they had uh six kids in their family and he sent a sea lion to each of his siblings for christmas and he, he said he told us before christmas we he always gave us good presents we said what are you going to give us and he said i'm going to give you a christmas seal a christmas <laughs> Back then, back then, Christmas seals were these uh, these little stamps that you collected for charity, and it was a, a pretty, you know, crappy uh, Christmas present. So we were disappointed, but they, they, you know, a crate came off the a big truck pulled in the, the driveway on Christmas Day, and the, a crate came off it. And it was a baby's little baby sea lion, and we, you know, we raised them in the swimming pool and. Um, there were fish all over the, the yard, and uh, he so he was, he was just like jumping because you're on the water. No, this was in Virginia. Um, in the summers, we were on the water, but in and how the, old are you? How old are you when you have this? Have the sea lion? I was like probably six or seven, but you know, he stayed with us for a couple of years and. He just swam in the pool with us. He'd jump off the diving board and he would run with the dogs. The dogs would go into, sometimes go into the nearby town. We lived in a very rural area. And they'd go into town and there was a, a milkman who would you know, bring the milk in the morning and he'd see the seal with the six dogs walking through the town and they'd all jump in his dog. <laughs> <laughs> you you had to be the most popular kid in the area. I'll tell you what, I know if I'm six years old, I'm making friends with Robert Kennedy out of the game. <laughs> um, okay. And then that, that lion, you know, do you remember who Jack Parr was? Yes. Jack yes. Parr was the guy who invented late night TV. He was a comedian right. and he had the Tonight Show before Johnny Carson, but he was the one who started the Tonight Show and he was the biggest thing on TV when we were right. kids because there was right. only one of them. There wasn't a Jay Leno, a Dick Cavett, or, you know, right. a, a, there was just one. And it was Jack Parr. And he, uh, he interviewed my dad a couple of times on that show and they became friends. And then he was a was kind of like an animal rights advocate. And he found out, you know, when they f- made that film, uh, Born Free, which was yes. about Elsa the lion, who had, who they, you know, uh, this family in Africa had taken an orphan lion and then kind of returned her to the wild. And she had a life after that where she was half a lion, you know, half uh, wild, but also kind of a house pet for them. Right. It was a beautiful story. They made it into a movie, but when they, ironically, when they made the movie, they needed a bunch of lion cubs to play different parts of, of Elsa's life. And when the movie got done filming, they were going to kill them all. And oh. Jack Parr found out about it and he said, I'll take them all. So he took them. And then one night when he was at my house for dinner, he said, you know, would you, you guys have a lot of animals here do you want want this lion and i was there and i said hey, i like that lion so that's how I got the lion. <laughs> and i oh that lion ended up mauling the deer and then they took it away from me they took the deer away of all no they took the lion after he mauled the deer oh was out walking him in the woods and he he uh you know it he uh and he he grabbed a hold of a deer. Yeah. And then and then the emu I got, I you know, I have a lot of because I you know, I uh, I train hawks and I and hunt with them and breed them and so I've been doing that since I was nine years old. I'm deeply involved in that and that stuff. And I have a lot of friends who are involved with birds in some way. And a buddy of mine had a hatched a bunch of emus. And I I took 
two of them, one of them got killed by the dogs and the other one I had for a long time. Um, Cheryl, the, I flew him out here. When I moved from, when I married Cheryl, I came to the you know, West Coast and I really had a hard time because I didn't know how I was going to get the emu across country. And then um, I had a friend who was called Richard Plepler, who was the head of HBO. And he kind of, you know, was the guy who kind of started HBO. You know, he was the first. Back in um, the day. He, yeah, he was the first CEO or whatever he was, but he was the head of it. And I got had, issues with him. I never had a special, but go ahead. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, he's gone now. So you had your revenge. <laughs> but anyway, he was coming. He was in New York for the Emmys. And I knew he'd be out there. So I said to him, um, you know, I had just moved and my, my email was still on the East Coast. And I said to him, I said to him, I, I have a I have a bird that I need uh, uh brought to the West Coast, a little a pet bird. I didn't say it was little, but I said a pet bird, and it sounded like he was little. And I said, Can you bring him out of here on the plane? And he said, Sure. And so I uh, I had a friend of mine bring that. He moved to Teterboro Airport, and when he realized it was like a seven-foot bird, he was uh, he wasn't that happy. But his kids were on the. <laughs> he wasn't that happy. <laughs> and uh, his, his... not what I expected, Robert. <laughs> Thought I was getting a cardinal or a little parrot. Anyway, the emu, the emu loved me, and it would go swimming in the pool with me, and it would if I came up to it, it would roll over on its back so I could scratch its stomach, and it would it would come in the house and hang out with you know me and the dogs and the kids, but it hated Cheryl, and it would chase her, and I would <laughs> I would come home, and Cheryl would be on the computer, and I would see what she was looking at. She was like looking at lifespan of emus because she just was. <laughs> Wondering whether she, she needed to hit it with a shovel or you know whether it would die on its own. Well, yeah, eventually what happened to him? A lion ate him. A mountain lion out here. Oh wow! A lion oh, wow. actually got caught in the cage. Um, I, the, the lion had come every night. I. The, the emu, this was like during the fires, and, I, and the emu, I moved the emu to a friend of mine's house, a woman who had a lot of pets and horses and stuff. Yeah. And a lion came in and ate all of her chickens one at a time, and then it ate all of her guinea hens one at a time, and then it ate her two peacocks. And it got it, when it ate the peacocks, it got caught, and it was eating its way up the food. Yeah. Yeah. And when it got, when it got, uh, when it ate the peacocks, it got caught in the peacock cage. Well, she called the Fish and Game Commission, and they came down, and they said, "They said, well, we'll move them for for you, but you know, the lion will probably, even if we move him a hundred miles, he'll probably try to get back here, and he could get hit by a car or something." So mm -hmm. she was concerned about, okay, this is this is really the lion's property, you know, and. Right. Oh, she said to the fish and game people, well, do you think that lion could eat the emu? Because it was the only bird she had left. Right. And they, the guy said, there's no way he could eat that emu. Look at the size of the feet on that thing. And so they released the lion, and that night it came back and ate the emu. Oh, wow. My wife was not that, you know, she was not in mourning long, let me put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> I, feel, I I made a cake for the for the celebration of the emu's life. <laughs> and there you have it. Some clips I curated for you until Jim gets back from Africa. I hope you enjoyed them. And if you didn't, make sure you DM Jim and let him know how you feel. Also, a couple things. Don't forget to head over to jimbrewer.com to keep up on where Jim's going next as far as his tour. You can check out merch. I believe there's Bruniverse t-shirts. There's Bruniverse t-shirts. And don't forget to check out Jim's Patreon page, which you can find at jimbrewer.com slash Patreon. Monthly comedy sets, weekly podcasts from you, the Patreon member, behind-the-scenes content, stuff that you won't see here on YouTube, you'll only see on Patreon. Check it out. You can start at 5 bucks a month, stay for a month, and then leave if you don't want to hang around anymore. Until next week... 
Thank you for joining us on the Bruniverse, and stay groovy. Later. This is Jim Brewer, and I got my own Patreon page, and hopefully you'll check it out. Live comedy concert streamed once a month. Weekly, you host your own podcast, and you interview me. Early access to the Bruniverse podcast every single week, and have bonus footage and bonus segments. I promise you I'm not going to let you down. Go check out my official Jim Brewer Patreon page, and I'll see you there. Hey everyone, welcome to the Bruniverse. I'm Mike, the sound guy. And if you haven't noticed, Jim isn't here. He had been in a tramp. Jim is not here. He has currently been buzz. Jim is not here because he has been trampled by a bunch of elephants in Africa. Jim isn't here because he got a little too close to a lion in Africa and well, he was lunch. Jim isn't here because he has been eaten by a lion in Africa. Jim isn't here. He's still traveling back from Africa. He's been traveling for the last eight days now. We don't even know if he's coming back. That's right. The show is now mine. It is now known as the Mike-verse. That's terrible.